Good morning and welcome to the Leaders Brief by Egomong. Today we will visit Nepal to examine the rising number of coronavirus cases in the landlocked country neighboring India and China. Discuss India's road to post-COVID recovery and look at ways in which Dubai plans to aid state-owned airlines Emirates. Nepal has become the latest among several countries that are seeing a rapid surge in coronavirus infections. According to data released last week, the Himalayan nation saw a little over 2500 cases and 26 deaths reported in a single day, taking the total number of covid infections to over 200,000 and making it one of the worst affected countries in South Asia. The only other country that has reported more cases than Nepal is its populated neighbor India. Health workers in Nepal have called the situation alarming and a cause of grave concern, with many predicting that positive covid numbers will see a rapid surge as winter sets in. Over 50% of cases being reported from Nepal are centered around its capital city Kathmandu. A day after figures were released, a spokesperson of the Nepali government under Prime Minister KP Oli announced that it would provide free COVID-19 tests and treatment to all its citizens. Notably, Nepal had seen violent protests in June this year, leading to a clash between the protesters and government forces. The demonstrators had protested against the Nepali government's handling of the pandemic and higher costs of testing and treatment. The recent government announcement is in line with the Supreme Court order guaranteeing free treatment for Nepali citizens. The Oli government had previously asked citizens who could afford to pay for treatment to do so. Apart from completely destroying the country's economic setup and putting pressure on its health infrastructure, Nepal's COVID troubles may see repercussions in India, with which it shares a porous border and allows passport-free travel. Nepal, which was heavily reliant on India for trade, has lately looked towards China for its development needs and is also part of Beijing's Belt and Road Initiative. Talking about India, it has seen the worst COVID outbreak in the Asian region and is behind only the USA and Brazil in terms of the number of cases. India's economic growth has also been among the worst in the world. According to data released by the Indian National Statistical Office, the world's fifth largest economy had shrunk by 23.9% in the quarter ending June this year. In the subsequent quarter, India's GDP shrunk by another 8.6%. To make matters worse for New Delhi, Nirmala Sitaraman, the Indian finance minister under the right-wing BJP government, blamed the contraction as an act on God in the form of the COVID pandemic. Last week, Ms. Sitaraman shared that India was seeing a strong recovery after the long and strict lockdown while announcing a series of new COVID relief measures. If I move over to talking about the economy, you are aware in the last uh, 10-15 days there have been quite a few measures and steps and indicators which have shown that the recovery is happening and distinctly clearly happening the composite purchase managers index has risen to 58.9 in october uh, and the previous month it was at 54.6 and therefore this is the strongest increase that you've seen in output in close to 9 years so that itself shows it is just not the pent up demand but also a strong pitch for recovery However, irrespective of the Indian finance minister's comment, the Reserve Bank of India in its first ever published nowcast said that there is a grave risk of generalization of price pressures and unanchoring of inflation expectations feeding into a loss of credibility in policy interventions. India has entered a technical recession in the first half of 2020-21 for the first time in its history, the authors wrote on the RBI website. Official statistics are expected to be published by the end of this month. with economists expecting a contraction of about 
While spending has reached an all-time low across the country, with the RBI Bulletin pegging household financial savings to 21.4% of GDP in April-June, up from 7.9% in the same period last year, and 10% between January and March. The writers of the report expect this trend to continue till the pandemic recedes and consumption levels get normalized. Meanwhile, the Indian Finance Ministry has unveiled a new COVID-19 stimulus package and added 12 new measures. According to the latest announcement, an additional outlay of approximately $2 million for the Pradhan Mantri Awas Yojana urban scheme aims to help ground 1 million houses and complete another 1.8 million. The Indian government expects the package to create 78 lakh additional jobs and improve the production and sale of steel and cement, resulting in a multiplier effect on the economy. The Indian Finance Ministry has also earmarked $27 billion over five years for manufacturers in 10 sectors. Talking about financial losses caused by the COVID pandemic, UAE-owned airlines Emirates is looking to Dubai to help it recover record losses at nearly $3.4 billion. Notably, this is the first time the state-owned airlines registered a half-yearly loss in over three decades. Last year, Emirates had reported a $235 million half-year profit. According to the Emirati Airlines, COVID restrictions saw revenues drop by 75% to $3.2 billion as passenger traffic fell by 95% to $1.5 million in the six months to the end of September. News agency Reuters quoted Emirates chairman Sheikh Ahmed bin Said Al Maktoum saying that the Dubai government would support Emirates on its recovery path. This year, the airline had received $2 billion in state assistance from the Dubai government between April and September. With the number of coronavirus cases seeing another global surge, the pandemic will continue to cripple air travel well onto the second quarter of next year, and recovery post-pandemic will require substantial state aid compared to other sectors. According to the International Air Transport Association, global airline losses have already topped $84 billion this year. That is all for today. We will be back tomorrow with more happenings from around the world. Tune into Egomong to stay updated on the latest happenings and their impact on global trade, technology and innovation. Egomonk helps you make sense of change. We are a global intelligence platform delivering asymmetric outcomes by bringing organizations closer to the communities they want to serve and the leaders they wish to influence. Visit our website insights.egomonk.com that is i-n-s-i-g-h-t-s dot e-g-o-m-o-n-k dot c-o-m to subscribe and make better and faster decisions today. If you wish to collaborate with us, then please email us at contact at the rate egomonk.com.